0: Been over sideways, tumbling down the stairs. You got me right there, you got me, got me love drunk. Maybe spin the bottle, come on, baby, truth or dare. You got me right there, you got me,
1: got me love drunk. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm like tipsy. I'm, I'm...
1: <laughs> That's how you're supposed to yeah. say that. We're <laughs> good. It's gonna be so good. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Love Drop. Oh,
2: we're going. All right. We're hey. E- we're hey. in it. Are you ready? Do you I'm need some so time? Ready. No. Okay, amazing. Come on.
1: I am your host, Charlotte Rose. I am here with oh, You gotta just, give me the
2: same introduction. You gotta give me the same introduction.
1: What did I says. say? The um, lovely. Inc- the lovely, handsome Gay Robinson. Yeah,
2: I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> that works for me. Lovely and handsome lovely. All I need.
1: and handsome Gay Robinson. It's about damn time.
2: It is about friend. damn damn. It's about
1: damn time
2: what episode is this now?
1: Oh, I don't know cuz it, it uh, I think either either 9 or 10. Okay. I'm All not right. Sure. So,
2: you know, we're saying decent, decent. We're, 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 yeah,
0: we're getting Yeah, there. you're
1: still in the early stages, don't worry my friend.
0: Good. <laughs>
1: Good. Uh, so here on Love Drunk, we do allow the guests to pick the poison and anything is on the table except for gin. <gasps> That's right. We do not drink gin here on Love Drunk. If you don't want to drink, drink gin it. on a podcast, then start your own podcast
2: gin cast
1: gin cast start a gin cast do it i haven't looked very hard but i don't think anyone has started a gin podcast yet maybe i should do some I'll more do research it. do it it's you need to take this God. on.
2: <laughs> just like every week getting mm-hmm. drunk on gin
1: every week i'm getting drunk on something so
2: that is true you want mm-hmm. you have how has that been
1: well, uh, it's been okay if I space it out well enough. Because yeah. when I first started out, I had like four <laughs> episodes recorded, and so I was like, okay, just putting out one. But now it's like, oh no, I I'm, running I'm running getting out drunk of for
0: episodes. ten days in a row. I can't keep doing <laughs> well, this. Well, I
1: got drunk on Sunday, and now we're recording this on a Tuesday, and then I'm going to have Trey here on Thursday. So every other day. He wants a sip and Sirok. Stay tuned for that, folks.
2: Yeah, stay tuned for that. Trey is. You We're got gonna to be sipping Trey on Trey Ciroc. I'm That's gonna be a fun that. episode. Yeah, love so, that man.
1: Yeah, Ugh. Trey Curtis, you just sent me a very adorable picture of the three of us together. I did, yeah. That I will love yeah. and cherish forever.
2: Absolutely.
1: Some of my favorite boys, right there. Oh, man.
2: <sighs> Trey's Enterprises, you watch out for it. It'll happen someday.
1: I'm waiting. And for And Trey,
2: it. you know what to do. You know what to do. <laughs>
1: So, Gage, what are we drinking?
2: We are drinking Mountain Gay Rum. It is a Barbadian rum.
1: Ooh.
2: Um, I went to Barbados uh, sophomore year of college. Bragging. And um, I had rum for the first time. Maybe not the first time, but, like, good rum. Not that right. Malibu oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. candy Ooh. rum.
1: Malibu is, like, the, I mean, the it alcohol is. of my freshman year of college.
2: Absolutely. Uh-huh. You could just drink that straight from the bottle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a fucking baby bottle. Yeah. But chose Mount Gay Rum. It's a classy rum. Uh, we're, we're, we're throwing it in some pineapple mango. Yeah. Brought to you in part by Charlotte, which is great. It was a great combo. Thank you. Uh, feels like I'm just sitting on a beach.
1: Yeah. there
2: should be. I feel like there should be an umbrella. In feels the like a
1: sunset in my mouth.
2: Absolutely. Straight up. You know what? I mean, who doesn't want a sunset in their mouth?
1: I do. That I I certainly phenomenal. do. <laughs> okay. So we're getting started on this. So I have a couple like rapid fire questions to ask you just like real quick. Speed round. Let's do yes, it. of course. Speed round. You don't Oh my god. Let
2: me take a drink.
1: Yeah, okay. Take a drink. Where... I'm going to place
2: this next to the laptop. We're not going to spill. Just so
1: carefully. It's just
2: not a good idea. We're gonna put it on the ground. Okay. Rapid right. fire questions. Rapid fire Rapid questions. Fire Here we questions. Go. These we are go. factual. It's not
1: gonna be. It's not okay. trick oh, questions okay. or anything. Factual <sighs> questions. God. Okay. How old were you when you had your first kiss?
2: Oh, first kiss. I was. Okay. So, are we talking like first kiss? Like I meant to kiss the person, or is it first kiss? Like you were so young, you didn't really know what you're doing.
1: We're not talking like kindergarten, preschool kisses cool, 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 in the sandbox. Cool, cool. I right. mean, so like then, intentional kiss. So
2: then I can tell you the exact date.
1: Okay. Oh my God! Really?
2: It was October first
1: mm-hmm.
2: of two. 2000... My mom's birthday. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Happy my mom's birthday to you. Ha- yeah. You happy a girl. birthday,
2: Mrs. York. <laughs> um, we shared our first kiss on October first. It was homecoming night.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Kelly Hamilton. She was my first kiss, sophomore year of high school. So it had been 2010, October 1st, and the night before, she asked me to be her boyfriend. I'll never forget this. She stole my thunder. <laughs> I, was gonna <gasps> okay. I was going to ask her at the homecoming game. I was going to ask her at the homecoming game. I was so excited. I I, I had not loved a girl since. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, do you?" before I even got to the game, mm-hmm. I was going to ask her at the game. Before I even got to the game, she texts me. So, are we like boyfriend, girlfriend?
1: Through a text? I said, Kelly, come I said, on. I said
2: yes, but I wanted to ask you. So, that was kind of our joke the whole time. But okay. my first kiss came October 1st, sophomore year. Yeah. Wow. I got tackled, actually. It was the slow dance at homecoming. Okay. I kissed her.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Rebecca Luttinger. Kind of a linebacker of a woman. She was she was bigger than I was <laughs> okay. right? at that time. You know, when a fifteen uh-huh. year old girl, larger than fifteen year old, everyone's like growing boy, like know? at a yeah, different rate. Like, yeah, I know we get that. I was like five, two, yeah. 100. She tackles me to the ground. It was great though. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, I kissed a girl. <laughs> Holy shit! You're just like. Oh. Yeah, oh absolutely. I understand. Could Katy Perry? I was like, I kissed a girl, and I liked it. I liked <laughs> it quite a bit. That was yeah, fun. I
1: I wrote down the date of my first. I wrote down the date and the time of my first kiss, and wow. I can't remember it now. But it was it was Time's in probably
2: ten o'clock, <laughs> maybe <laughs> out past our bedtime. <laughs> um,
1: mine was in a parking garage elevator in South Lake Town Square. Wow. Yeah.
2: That's right, you were in Uh, Southlake. Yeah, Southlake.
1: So, Southlake Town Square, parking garage, elevator, and I literally marked, like, the date and the time. I was, like, a fresh 15, I want to say.
2: It's a big deal.
1: It's a big deal.
2: I remember being dropped off by my parents at that Mm -hmm. football game. And being like... On top of the world because I had a girlfriend.
1: Well, I, I used to sit out of, uh, like, games of, like, Spin the Bottle or, like, Truth or Dare. You'd They'd sit like, out. I'd sit out because I'm like, I haven't had my first kiss yet and I wanted to meet. You wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I whole, was, like,
2: uh-huh. Amanda Bynes, I want to, like, put my foot up when I kiss. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what, movie your, that? what movie is that? What movie
2: is that? Oh, what movie that's, is that's that? That's
1: Princess Diaries. It's Anne Hathaway. Oh, it's Anne Hathaway,
2: because she couldn't quite lift yeah, it up. Yeah, because she couldn't, because it was a, a rope oh, or whatever. Oh my gosh, Ugh. that's so
1: sad. Just yeah, think
2: about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why.
1: Okay, we're failing at the speed round. All right, this speed round. Hit me with the next the, one. Okay, uh, sex question. Second question.
2: I'm also down for sex questions. Sex
1: questions will come later. Perfect. Second question, how old were you when you had your first girlfriend? It's the same age, right?
2: Same age, yeah. Okay,
1: longest relationship you've ever had.
2: Uh, that would be a year and almost six months.
1: Okay. Year and a half.
2: God, that is sad.
1: Weirdest place you've ever made out and or hooked up with someone.
2: Underneath a staircase in the basement of a theater.
1: That's cool. Damn. Uh if you could give your sixteen year old self one piece of advice about girls, what would it be?
2: Oh God. Uh, I would probably say 16-year-old Gage. Um, go with the flow. Okay. Go with the flow. I think I fought a lot of feelings, and I think go with the flow would just be really good advice for 16-year-old Gage. Mm-hmm. He was way too uptight. Way too uptight. Now, that was pre-weed Gage, so <laughs> he was kind of... Well,
1: on edge, well, I feel but... like everyone at sixteen is sort of like, Duh, yeah, what am I doing? Bad age. What's happening? It's bad so age. bad! It's so bad!" Well, have, okay, but like I'm irritated because I feel like, well, sixteen-year-olds now are like leading the revolution, so like good for them. But like right? I feel like they're yeah, so know.
2: much more mature than we were.
1: <laughs> no, back in the teenagers day, teenagers will definitely like change the whole world.
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: but Keep going I, teenagers. yes. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I just remember being like. 15 or 16, just sort of like oh my god, like I don't know what to do, and just not like not being able to bounce back from anything. Like not being able to recover from everything. Everything was the
2: end of the
0: world.
1: Yes. It was it was the biggest deal. And it's I'm not trying to negate my own struggles or your struggles or anything, because obviously they did matter. Right. right. But I feel like it did hinder us so much.
2: Totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I hope that's changed because Mm. Ugh, I wasted so much time, like, worrying about what people thought. Yeah. And, like, ugh.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I still might be there. I have a date tomorrow, and I am That's so right. nervous. I want to puke all the time.
2: I had a date with a girl on mm-hmm. Tinder. Okay. That I had matched with, like, four years ago. What? We had talked for, like, the last four years, very sporadically. Uh, her name's Anna Howard. <laughs> I highly okay. she'll listen to this.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, and I matched with her like four years ago. When we finally met up last week, mm-hmm. went out for sushi, and it was great. It was a really, it was a really good experience. But okay. it was so strange to know that we've been talking for four years. That's like ridiculous. Like when we matched, I was a totally different person. Yeah. So was she. Uh huh. And now it's like, okay, we can kind of we can kind of make this happen you know we can go get sushi we right. can, we can have an adult conversation mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I was super nervous and i don't i i i almost hope that doesn't ever go away the nerves
1: that's i feel the same way because i feel like people who aren't nervous for dates are like not good people like you know Oops. right
2: I, I i i think beyonce said this <laughs> if you're not nervous then you don't care about it. Yeah. So if you're not nervous for a date, what is what are What's the stakes? The point? You yeah. know, like as an actor, like what are the stakes? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So if you up the stakes and you're like super nervous, that means you care, right? Yeah. So hopefully that other person is, is just also as nervous. nervous. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully like that kind of helps you out. Like okay, we're both nervous. Yeah. Let's get over it. I that. think the
1: thing that threw me off. So I so the guy that I'm going out with tomorrow yes. is a comedian. And
2: that's good. Oh, <laughs> what? Hopefully, he's funny. Like what if he's not funny, he's not right? Funny like what if what if person, a, like, a comedian, a self-proclaimed comedian, is not funny? So
1: I saw him at a show that our good friend Shannon Cloud produces, and good old he, Cloud. Uh, good old Shannon Cloud, absolutely. So she, so he went up on stage, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ooh, that guy's real cute." And then he Perfect. did his set, and I was like, "Oh, he's also like really funny." Oh,
2: so you've seen him? Perform yeah, I've seen comedy. him
1: perform. Yeah.
2: Okay, great. So well, we know face, he's yes. funny.
1: I thought you meant like funny in real life. <gasps>
2: Thank God. Like, because like, what if you had a date with a guy who thought he was funny? I'm a comedian and it's just like,
1: Ugh. Honestly, maybe it's bad. But when I saw how cute he was, I was like, oh, he's probably not that funny. <laughs> but then he was really funny.
2: Double threat? He was really funny. I love this. And yeah. so,
1: yeah. And so then I was like tapping Shannon on the shoulder and she was working. So she wasn't paying attention. Then I like tapped right. Natalie and I was like, I have a crush on him. And she's like, yeah, no, he's very your type. Like, I see that. Absolutely. Yeah, and then uh, and then, I finally got a hold of Shannon, and I was like, I have a crush on this comedian. She's like, I'll introduce you after the show. Perfect. And so, but then she's like, okay, let's go. And I was like, no, oh, I don't want it. No,
2: You get that little no, feeling, no, no, in your gut? You just...
1: Yeah, so I, I, long story short, the long and short of it is, I met this guy, I talked to him for like a hot second, and then he was pulled away from someone else. But then when Duh. I was leaving... I did the hand on the arm, like, hey, it was great to meet you, and then, like, you know. And let away. me tell
2: you, as a guy, mm-hmm. that is memorable.
1: Okay. When, when good. a man,
2: when, when when I am touched physically mm-hmm. by a woman, I remember that. Okay. I will. I will absolutely remember that, especially if I'm touched and I'm like, oh, she touched me. <laughs> That's a whole. De- like, I mean, that is like. You won't leave my mind. So I mean, and that, I'm not <laughs> trying to like talk you up here and like make you feel, you know, like Wonder Woman,
1: but like yeah. But that's I was like, a touch I'm gonna is leave am I'm gonna leave an impression, and so then I waited an hour, courtesy, and then I added him on Facebook, and then Perfect, I yeah. messaged him and was like, hey, great set on tonight. Facebook, yeah, on Facebook.
2: Interesting.
0: And
1: then I messaged him and was like, because also he's oh, so I didn't even mention this. He's like from Atlanta and he's here for like three weeks. And so I was like, worst case scenario, I make a fool of myself. I never see him again. There we go.
2: And boom, he's off the mind in two weeks, and no one,
0: you know. Uh
1: huh. So then I messaged him and I was like, Hey, great set tonight. Uh, When's your next performance in LA? And he was like, Oh, it's tomorrow night. Blah blah. But I responded. Yes, he responded very quickly. I might add.
2: And that, honestly. Again, as a dude, if you respond quickly, you care.
1: <laughs> so, so just to sum it all up, basically, I was like, "Oh, I'd love to, I'd love to come to your performance. I can't. I have other plans, but I'd love to see you again." And then he's like, "Well, would you just like to go out sometime?" And oh, I was like, wow. "Oh, yeah, no." So he asked me out in like two messages, very forward. Awesome. But then he asked me out for coffee. Which threw me, because I was expecting him to be like, drinks, because he's here for a limited time. Coffee's like a weird, coffee's a weird middle ground, you know?
2: Coffee's safe, though. so That's true. So perhaps, I mean, now, the, the way I see it is mm-hmm. cof- coffee's comfortable. Okay. Drinks is like, if I were to ask a girl for drinks... I'm I'm trying I'm trying to smash.
1: But that's what I was thinking because he's only here for a limited time. So I was honestly when I even was like on oh, in But like in this do we guy. know
2: that he's here? I mean yeah, you know he's here like he lives mm-hmm. in Atlanta, yeah. but he could be back here again. I don't know. Like he could like you that much, you know what I'm saying? I'm
1: making a face. I know. I don't
2: know. I know you're making a face, but like Give yourself some credit. I think. I think coffee is the way to get to know someone. Mm-hmm. And so for the next three weeks, he at least wants to have a connection.
1: Cool, maybe. And I whatever. think. I mean.
2: <laughs> and and for me, like recently, I the hookup culture is great. <laughs> you know, you get laid, you yeah. move on, whatever. Yeah. But as I get older, it's like God that. Like, having sex once, on one occasion,
1: that's, that's, what great. I've been, that's, that's
2: great. That's but what I've been rather, feeling
1: recently, too, yeah.
2: I'd rather be able to, hey, let stay the night. You feel comfortable with me. We've gotten coffee, we've had dates, we've mm-hmm. built this up. Stay the night. Yeah. Cuddle with me. <laughs> well, that's Enjoy the last couple people
1: me. that I've been with, too, where it's sort of like, I guess at the time I didn't realize that it was just going to be a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. I was sort of like, we have time to expand we have time to yeah but and then that it just never it never went anywhere else and I had no way of knowing that
2: so I think I think if he's me and I and I say to somebody I want to get coffee with you I'm not trying to slam on the first date
1: (laughs) okay so I don't have to shave my legs tomorrow
2: Still shave your legs (laughs) feel good feel good about yourself make yourself feel sexy
1: (laughs) oh my god
2: he's not gonna care he won't give a fuck if you shave. Can your I legs. also?
1: I would like to say this. I feel like boys and girls have a different idea of like smooth skin or whatever. Because I think boys Absolutely. have like boys have like coarse hair. We don't care. Yeah. So so some there are sometimes. If I if I think that there is like a fifty percent chance or higher of me getting laid that night, I will shave my legs. But otherwise, I'll go to my nearest guy friend and be like, "Can you like feel my leg mm-hmm. and tell me?" If what, like, is like, what is it now? What
2: is it now? Are know. we prickly? I'm gonna feel your leg in a very strange way because you're wearing jeans, very tight jeans. So I have to put my arm up your jeans. Yeah, like I, I don't. Ca- Maybe this is just me. I don't know most guys out there, but like I don't, I don't. I, don't, I don't think, I think I my legs are
1: so pretty smooth.
2: They're great. They're Thank smooth. Thank you. Thank you. And like honestly, if I'm like. Intimate with a girl uh-huh. and it's just like a smash scenario. Even if she had prickly legs, fuck it.
1: There like, was, we're not
2: concerned about the prickly legs. You there know what was I'm saying? there
1: was one time in high school I was hooking up with this guy and I was wearing like sweatpants or something I don't mm-hmm. even know and he was like trying to take my pants off and I was like right and then finally he was like are like do you want and I was like yeah no it's fine I just like I didn't shave my legs and then he goes. I didn't either. And then just like kisses me. And I was like, all right, yeah, no, we're good now. This is right,
2: great. Right, right. I think if I can give advice to girls, I don't know if this is the right, you know, kind of mood for the podcast. I'll but listen
1: to it back. I'll listen back to it. And if it's inappropriate, I'll cut it out. So
2: For, for, for girls out there, it, you don't have to try that hard. Like, really? Like, we don't care that much. Like, if, you, if you're going to be intimate with us, and you care about us, and you want to sleep with us, and we want to do the same. It doesn't matter. Okay. It really doesn't. Like I could have a girl who has like full on hairy legs. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. If that's the way you rock it, that's hot. Like, see, but, I, so yeah. so I guess the advice is, girls, whatever you have, rock it.
1: Well, and that's I think that a lot of I think a lot of girls we feel pressure, and we're we're trying to unlearn you know, like the people that we're interested in, if they're not interested in us, like how we just behave in a way. Like right, you know, right. how we how we just exist naturally. Yeah, 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 It's not worth it, you know? Right,
2: right, right, right. And I think a yeah, lot of people are, are still
1: and I know me too, I do this idiotic thing. This is this is so stupid. And I I kind of still do this, admittedly. But when I was in college, like, if I liked a guy, Mm -hmm. I always made sure I was, like, 100% looking cute, hair was cute, makeup was cute. Totally, totally. But it was ridiculous because most of the time they had already seen me. Right. with no makeup <laughs> right. my hair in some Sweating. ridiculous fucking, yeah, so a bad swim, my, day hungover my best example is Julian Yeah, yeah we yeah. were in a play together and I okay. was like run crew for this play and the first time he and I talked I had zero makeup mm-hmm. my hair in like a 1980's like ponytail Beautiful. side pony totally. and was just like leggings, like, baggy shirt, and we were, like, talking. But for some reason, beyond that point, like, when I was, like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. interested in this guy, I always had to be, like, the cutest girl, had to, like, look good, feel, totally. like, whatever. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it is, like, a confidence boost, but it's also, like, they already know. Like, it's not like Right, that, right, it's, right, They exactly. already know my exactly. secrets, yeah. you know? Like, it's, yeah. it's stupid. Right. But. Yeah,
2: I mean, my thing is just, like, I love confidence. Mhm. Whether whether you want to rock whatever. Mhm. If you just rock it, I don't, sure. <sighs> Why not? Just just give me that conviction. Mm-hmm. Give me give me the fact that you don't you don't give a fuck. Mhm. That's for me. Okay. If you don't give a fuck, let's why not?
1: That's for the good boys. If a boy is like, and I've had friends be like, oh yeah, even if I shaved, he like wouldn't go down on me unless I was waxed. Like, fuck that's that shit. That's so stupid. If a stupid, dude, it's not if a
2: dude does that, girls, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Not fuck him. Don't actually like... <laughs> fuck him. Run away. Run away from him because that dude sucks. That dude is insecure. Mm-hmm. That dude is selfish. Mm-hmm. Because like I'm I'm all about her. I don't care. If I don't get off, whatever. Right? Like I just want her to have a pleasurable experience. Because that that's what it should be about. It should be about you and her being happy. Right. Not about oh I got a big dick or like <laughs> oh I'm shaved, you're not like what it right? Like that that's right. so topical. Mm-hmm. It is. And I hate that. I hate mm-hmm. that now. hmm Like, there are a lot of girls on Tinder. College girls.
1: Why are you looking at college girls, Gage? Why is your age range that low? Well, age
2: range is like 20, 21. Okay,
1: all right. Maybe 18. 18. <laughs> I knew it!
2: <laughs> but that, but it's, it... Ugh, okay. Uh, fuck, where are we going
1: with this? <laughs> <sighs> Wait a second. Um... Uh,
2: I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what the purpose of this is.
1: Well let me let me go ahead and we'll we'll rewind and I will yeah, ask yeah, you yeah, like yeah. the first question I have. Uh so we're talking about these people who like rocket, show confidence. If you find that girl who's like or yeah. whoever who like yeah. has that confidence yeah. is like showing off all of that. Totally. Gage Robinson, do you believe in love?
2: Absolutely. Okay. Totally. I've been in oh man. And I think that's what I've been searching for recently.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, so I've 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 been in love. Okay. I've I've been in love with <laughs> their code names. Okay. I've been in love with Alan. Mm-hmm. I've been in love with Neil. Mhm. Shit, I've been in love with Eric. Maybe even Yannick. Which is damn. A that's a lot of love. Conjuring one, uh, two actually reference.
1: Wait, what? Oh my god, that's. <laughs> You wrote the name, and then the code name, and then in parentheses wrote Conjuring. Yeah,
2: because Yannick is from The Conjuring. Okay. Those are, I've been in love numerous times, and I love being in love.
0: Okay.
2: Alan, for example.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Alan, I don't know if I'll ever not be in love with Alan. Okay. They, it's, it's... What was the what was the question?
1: Do you believe in love? We're just talking about love.
2: I believe it I yeah, absolutely. Because there are certain people you just want to see every day. There are mm-hmm. people you wanna be around every day. There's an energy in in every person everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you can find that person that matches your energy,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it is I mean, it is absolutely platonic. It is, it is... You think that it is supposed to be the end-all, be-all, right? Okay. I mean, when you yeah. fall in love, you think that that is the one person you are meant to be with. Okay. And even even when you break up with them. Like, I've broken up with Alan before.
1: How many times?
2: Oh, I've, broken, I've broken up with Alan twice and each time i've come back even stronger because i'm the kind of person that needs that love Mm -hmm. i'm the kind of person that needs i need the cuddles i need it's the small things it's not like the i i can support myself
1: yeah
2: i'm doing well right now i'm Uh single i can. i i got my job I totally believe in love and I'm mm-hmm. and I'm kind of in search for it right now. Okay. Because Do you
1: feel like you're like at that time in your life where you're like Yeah, I
2: I've got some things like settled down. I know where I know what my job is. Okay. I know what my passion is, which is acting and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, kinda of getting into that. Right. And I'm 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 looking for that girl that that I can just hang out with. Okay. That I can I can I can fall asleep with in bed and we don't even have sex.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's not that's not the first thought. It's mm-hmm. it's cuddling. It's knowing. It's
1: togetherness. It's
2: exactly. Yeah. It's it's almost like codependence. <laughs> now that seems a little neurotic, but like
0: right.
2: I want someone that can spend the night at my place. Mm-hmm. I drive them home in the morning. I can spend the night at their place on Friday night. You know, like. <laughs> it's somebody to to know who you are mm-hmm. to have full conviction in who you are believe right. in who you are because i've i've taken a lot of time to reflect on myself yeah and say who is gage robinson who is this complex human being <laughs> and through through searching it's like i I'm a loving guy.
0: Mm -hmm. I
2: have to love something, someone. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And right now, as single Gage Robinson, (laughs) I'm dying out there. Really? I'm dying. I need someone to be there with me. Right. Because I have so much to give somebody else. I have so much energy. Mm -hmm. I have so much love.
1: And I think that Charisma. in this, you mentioned, like, hookup culture where it's, like, it's good because, like, you yeah. get what you need, but then it's, like, also sort it's of, like... so
2: empty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, College Gage was running amok. He was just... I
1: knew College Gage.
2: Totaling up the numbers. Mm-hmm. He didn't care. Yeah. But now I, and I'm only 23. Right. Which sounds ridiculous. It sounds like I'm super young, like, mm-hmm. go live your life. But at the same time, like... 18 through 23, I had some crazy experiences. Yeah. I, I've seen the hookup culture. I've mm-hmm. seen the one night stands. I've seen the you know kicking into the curb or me even being kicked into the curb. Yeah. And like at this point in my life, I'd rather just has like something concrete. You know? Some someone to just come <laughs> home to, someone who <laughs> knows me. Yeah. And I miss that. Right. And I can totally see like you know, going back to exes.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the because the and I talked about this before on the podcast where it's like you have an ex, and it's because you don't want to have to figure out a whole new person. You don't right. want to give yourself to a whole it's new person. It's yeah, you're so comfortable with someone, you go back to them because it's easy. And, that's and the I yeah, part. and that's for me is I I tend to hold on to past involvements whatever because you know like for me I guess it's few and far between of people that I'm like legitimately interested in Mm -hmm. I'm always looking for that spark Mm -hmm. and I'm afraid that I'm not going to find it again which is ridiculous because I always find it right
2: right right exactly yeah but But I feel that it's it's so yeah it's
1: so easy to go to try to be like no I can work out this thing that I knew worked before because I'm afraid that I'm not going to find anything else
2: (sighs) I totally feel that yeah because like what if you don't
1: what if you don't
2: like there's so many people in this world Mm -hmm. which is like oh you have the odds to Mm -hmm. find that person but at the same time like it's so hard to nail somebody else down yeah like as I've gotten busier like people are the same amount of busy You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh my god. And especially moving to Los Angeles and living in Los Angeles, I feel like everyone is always like, oh, I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. And that was my whole whole experience with Bumble Boy was Mm -hmm. him being like, oh, I'm just really busy. I don't have a lot of spare time. I'm really busy. And I'm like, I am also busy. Like, like, no one who is living in this city is not busy.
2: Because if you're not busy, you're not doing anything
1: no one is just, like, sitting on their couch chilling Cause you in L.A. Because you Because you literally can't. You can't. You can't. So it's like, I was a little less busy, and so I was going out and, like, I was accommodating to his needs. Which right. was Which now, uh, I feel like the longer this podcast has gone on, the more I realize, <laughs> like, what a shitty dude this guy was. Oh, um, no. But, yeah, no, it was just sort of like, Anyone who feeds you that bullshit of like, oh, I'm just so busy, and you're not trying to work it, because everyone's busy, and if you're trying to make your off, you can make time for someone you care about. That's the thing.
2: Absolutely, and this Anna Howard, girl. Thursday night, she has a midterm. She's going to finish her midterm. We're supposed to go out.
1: Okay. Wait, is that this Thursday? That's
2: this Thursday, yeah. Two days. So.
1: I got a date tomorrow night. You got a date the night
2: after? The night
1: after. High five away from the mic. We did it.
2: We should almost have another pack podcast. We should. Afterwards. We
1: should definitely compare notes after. our Absolutely. Days. Okay. Hundred um, percent. I'm gonna text you. You're gonna be like, I was drunk. I can't remember this.
2: <laughs> right. You'll be like, what? Wait a minute. We you're actually like, we got together. <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: I was at your apartment. What's happening?
2: But you're right. It's so hard. I think it's so hard to start a new relationship,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is why we go back to our exes. Yeah. Quite often because mm-hmm. it's you're comfortable with it. You're right? like,
1: you already know me, you know all my shit, you understand me. But at me. the
2: same Get time, it. it's like you fucked up that shit.
1: That's there's a reason. Oh my god, this quote that I've literally been repeating to myself since like sophomore year of college mm-hmm. is You cannot find happiness in the place that you lost it. Whoa. Yeah,
2: that's deep, and
1: I have to tell myself that all yeah, the time. Yeah, think about that. You gotta think about that. You gotta like really, really think about. And it's
2: so it. true, and that's so hard to do.
1: It's so like, hard. Like
2: with uh, with Neil. Mm-hmm. Neil was, I would say, the love of my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Longest relationship, year and a half.
1: Right. And y'all did long term too, right?
2: Right, right. Moved to, she, long term, long distance. She I know. moved to New York, and mm-hmm. and it didn't even. It didn't even phase me. Mm-hmm. I was like, of course, we're gonna keep this up. Yeah. Like why why wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. And it's 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 crazy to me how things can change so rapidly.
1: Right.
2: Somebody's mentality changes. So for me right now, I need someone who's here. Yeah. Because I have had long distance relationships with Alan, with Neil, uh that's pretty much it, but
1: <laughs> with two whole people.
2: But 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 two people who have who have spanned the last three and a half years of my life. Right. Like that's crazy to me, right? Like that you can love somebody so much you want to do something long distance, right? And to the listeners out there, those who are in long distance relationships, like keep going. Keep, yeah. I mean. I, I if
1: you and that go for it. What I've always said is like I have never been in a relationship. I've never been in love. And so it's it's something Really, that
2: you've never been in love.
1: Gage hasn't listened to the podcasts, obviously, but yeah, no, I've never but, been in but love. Ever. Never. But you've, no, never. Never.
2: You've never felt for somebody that if they disappeared you'd be heartbroken. Oh, that's I've, what
1: I can No, but life. I've, but I've, I mean, I, but also, I don't think that you can love someone if they don't love you back. Like, that's a thing that, that might be an totally unpopular true. opinion. Okay, yeah. okay. So, so that's I have unpopular. never, so maybe you could argue I have never been loved, and so I could never, like, I felt unrequited yes, love in the sense of, yeah. So it's, so it's the people that I have felt very extreme feelings for have never felt the same way. It's always mm-hmm. been unrequited in a sense and so I, I truly don't think that you can love someone unless they love you back and that's not to say that if you you know like if you're in a relationship and you tell someone they love you and they're not ready to say it back like that's I'm not saying that that's like bad I'm just saying that I know from my I'm looking like at this list of people and I know for right, fact right, right. none of them loved me I never loved them I felt very strong feelings for them okay
2: so so let, let the guest interview the host here okay What signs show you that they love you? Um, What is love to you?
1: I feel like a lot of the people that I've been involved with didn't necessarily think about me when I wasn't, like, right there. When I wasn't, like, easily accessible right in front of them. And I think, for me, it's when I know someone's, like, thinking about me. That's when I'm like, okay, okay. This is a little bit stronger than I thought it was, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. But if they can like go on with their daily life and like not Don't reach out, not you not even worry right, about right, me, right. then yeah. that's I think that that's probably like the biggest thing about it. If if I'm the one who's always accommodating them, altering my schedule for them, right, Always right, trying right, right, for right, them, right. and they're not showing me the same courtesy, mm-hmm. that that's like a big okay. So on so me.
2: Yeah. so that kind of leads me. To tell you the story that that this Allen person, uh, I would—I mean, even like in the shower, the 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 size of the shower fog up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I would write Allen because it's of-
1: ridiculous. Oh my god, it's good, but it's like.
2: But what's funny is that this the relationship with Alan, the way it ended. I had spent I had spent an entire weekend. With with Alan's family,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I loved it. It was great. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could be part of this family.
0: Fuck, dude! Right? Mm-hmm.
2: Huge.
0: Yeah. Huge
2: deal. And then we 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 got into this argument about my profession, about what my decisions were as an mm-hmm. actor. And I had this thought the next night of of not being with this person, mm-hmm. and it didn't bother me. And I think I think that's kind of the the line that you gotta like dance along is when this person doesn't support you, do you care? Yeah. Do you not care? Mm -hmm. And it was weird that like I just kind of dropped off the face of the earth and I was just like, you know what? (laughs) Never mind.
1: Yeah. I feel like it shouldn't be that easy.
2: And that's kind of what I felt, too. Yeah. And as soon as I thought that, it was like one night I was just like, oh, if this person wasn't my girlfriend, life would be so much better.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's not a thought you should have if it's, if it's... And
2: and that's what led to the horrible conversation of the breakup. Right. Uh, so so it, it's it's so much part of does this person... Influence me enough to be a good person, mm-hmm. to do what I want, and I don't, I don't know. It's, it, love is just such a fucking complex ideal.
1: That's what I've heard.
2: And uh, you think you find it. And honestly, you asked me earlier, have you been in love?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. This conversation has made me... <laughs> contemplate whether or not I've actually been in love. Really? Because if you've been in love, there's there's no other option, right? Like, if you're in love, there's no other option.
1: hmm
2: It's it for the rest of your life. That's it.
1: Do you – is that what you think, though? Is it you can't be in love with, like, multiple people and, like, have that you, form and shape It's you funny you say that. that. My, 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 my
2: mom has always said there, there are multiple people for you out there. Mm-hmm. It's just whether or not those, those people line up with what you want to do, you know, can, mm-hmm. can handle what you're doing.
1: Right. So, Gage, if you find this love, if you find this person, are you going to get married and can I come?
2: It's funny. That, that's really been like a, a theme in the last couple weeks of my life. Like, will you get married?
0: Okay. I was, in
2: fact, asked today... Will you get married?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And my honest response was yes. I do see myself being committed to somebody for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. Because, first of all, I'm lonely as shit. <laughs> second of all, second of all,
1: uh-huh.
2: I'm only 23 and this hookup culture is boring. Like, I would honestly rather have a connection with somebody, mm-hmm. go out and do shit all the time with them. Right. Like, that is what i want i want to go get frozen bananas with you you know like i want to go get you know, are frozen I, I,
1: bananas your go to where do no, you get frozen no, bananas no no frozen
2: frozen bananas come from neil okay uh, uh uh i guess she and i she and i got frozen bananas one time with her dog and it was like super cool
1: in LA uh, or was that No 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 that
2: was back in Austin.
1: See, frozen bananas I feel are more plentiful That's not like in Austin. That's not a thing. There's here. also
2: I've also been watching a lot of Arrested Development <laughs> and the Michael Blue right. family yeah, banana no, I get stand.
0: That.
2: Yeah, I get that. Uh, I I will get married. I will okay. get married. It scares me though, because I don't think I've clearly I've not found that person I wanna right. be with yeah, for course. the rest of my life. And that I'm scared of commitment. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, but there are very few things that I have committed to, very earnestly.
0: Mm-hmm. Acting
2: is about the only thing.
0: Okay,
2: I went through college. That was my. I mean, that was my degree. Yeah, but outside of that, like, I don't swim often anymore. I work out often, but there aren't many things that I commit myself. One hundred percent too.
1: It's definitely scary, and I I have so I've I've talked about this before, but my parents got married when they were eighteen, and they were together until my That's dad crazy. passed away. Oh. Where it's so it's like it's like, and my mom is the first person to say that shouldn't have worked. I'm really glad it did, but they my parents didn't want me to get married that young. They wanted me to kind of right. feel out yeah. that time and everything, but because of the the example my parents have set forth mm-hmm. when i i i hope to get married someday and i hope to stand up in yeah. front of all of my family and friends and That'd and cool. mean it till death do you part right my Absolutely. my mom and dad were together until death parted them that is a lot of pressure wow. to put on a person wow. to say those vows in front of everyone
2: but see what's funny is that <laughs> And Chad Robinson, you'll never watch, you'll never listen to this podcast. But he met for the girl on Tinder named Josie. Josie, if you ever listen to this podcast, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> this, this woman and my brother fell in love.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what? I, I get that. You know, I fall in love within two weeks. I'm, I'm a romantic, a hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. My brother, after eight months of dating this girl, he swiped right on Tinder. Gets married to her. No. After eight months of a relationship. He gets married and divorced in three weeks. Because she turns out to be psychotic. Yells at my mother, yells at my father the night before the wedding. So the whole idea of like marriage to me
0: mm-hmm.
2: is a little... Construed, it's a little mucky. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: That's my brother. My brother's not the most romantic person. He's dated maybe two people in his life before he got married. So like, he doesn't have much experience. Right. Me on the other hand, I've dated like I don't know twenty people.
1: Gage has dated a lot of people. Gage has dated so many people. (laughs) Uh,
2: will I get married? Yes, I'll get married.
1: But can I but come? But
2: man, Is that absolutely. Okay,
1: thank come. you. I was because here's the that.
2: deal. When my brother got married, even though I knew I didn't want it to happen, mm-hmm. I sweat through three different shirts that night. I threw up twice in the bushes on the way to change those shirts, and I kept partying. Because I think weddings, I think love should be celebrated.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I didn't agree with the love, so I was the best man. So I was like, you know what? You got to make that's a That's my
1: job, Yeah.
2: But I want, I want that. Oh, my God. If I could have that, which is real, not what my brother had. Yeah. If I could have what was real.
1: Have you been to any friends' weddings? Besides your brother, have you been to any
2: I haven't. Weddings? I really haven't. Which is funny because I've had a lot of friends, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, friends mm-hmm. yeah. get married who I know of, but I get... You know, inviting someone to a wedding costs money, so I I get that.
1: I have been to two weddings in my adult life. Yeah. And both times, they were friends Mm -hmm. from high school. And so I went to those weddings thinking it was going to be so strange and weird. Mm -hmm. And I bawled at both of those weddings. Because it's two people standing up there declaring their love for one another. Full
2: conviction.
1: And and I'm not going to lie, part of me is standing there thinking, like, am I ever going to love someone that much? Is anyone ever going to love me that much? Could you much? imagine? Could you imagine saying your vows in front of God and everyone? And,
2: and, and, and that's, that's the thing, is that will I find that person that stops the world for me? hmm Because, no, I haven't found it. Yeah, I date. I go out with a 32-year-old. I go out with a 20-year-old. <laughs> Two totally vastly different people. Yeah. Will I find that person that will love, A, love me unconditionally, Mm -hmm. and B, always be there? Yeah. That, to me, sounds preposterous. That
1: sounds crazy. Even people in a relationship, as someone who has never had a relationship, it's, it's... Something where you look at people and you're like, so you're both in the same time of your lives. Right. Where you're ready for a relationship. Right. You look at each other and you're both like, yeah. 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 Exactly. that's, That's insane. Right. That's insane. It's Because insane. You, you have a career.
2: You have things you want to do. You have, I
1: have never things had, you to achieve. I have never had to make a decision with another person in mind. And maybe that's a benefit of having never been in a relationship.
2: And I couldn't imagine doing that. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that means I'm not ready for a deep relationship.
1: <laughs> there was one time uh, there was a party at Laugh House. And okay. my yeah. my friend from high school, John, came to visit. And John and I have been very, very good friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's an introvert, and I'm an extrovert. Okay. And so I'm very much, like, about the party. And so when I have an introvert to look after, sometimes... I fail them. Sometimes I'm, like, off doing right, something you're, else. Right,
2: because you want to do what you want
0: to do. Yeah,
1: and so there was one point where I was at this party that I had brought him to with all of my <laughs> friends, and he didn't know anyone there. Oh, I brought guy. him to, yeah. And so then someone was like, la-da-da, we're talking, and they go, where's John? And I look around, and I realize I have no idea where my friend is. is and my 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 immediate thought is, don't marry me, I'm not ready. Because... Totally. I'm not, I don't, I don't know if I'm ready to think oh, about another person. If a
2: girl wanted to marry me right now, I'd be like, hold on. <laughs> I, uh, rent is like month by month at this point, right? <laughs> like, I can't even guarantee you I can live in this city.
1: <laughs> We're like, still trying to figure it out. I have no
2: out. fucking clue what's going on. Like, if I had to move in with somebody. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because I know people who are trying to do that. They've been My engaged. two they're
1: roommates in... are living together in the same room. They're in a relationship. They're going to get married. I they would... haven't said that, but I know they're going to get married. They're living so what... in the room next door.
2: Because of that example,
1: mm-hmm.
2: because of what you just said, I know I'm not ready to have that deeply serious mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. Which I hope I, I, I can have someday. Right. But right now, it's like, I have so much shit to figure out for myself. Right. That I'm like, God. Which is funny because I find myself attracted to people who do have their shit figured out.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. My you know biggest. Know what I'm My biggest crush is... So I do a lot of... I've mentioned this before. I do a lot of uh, temp reception. Right. And so there is this one guy who Mm -hmm. works at this office that I temp at occasionally. Like, I'm kind of their go-to temp for like this position if their receptionist is ever out. Yeah. And he is like an investment banker. And he has his shit together. He's like 30. And I'm just like... Marry me tomorrow, like and I truly and I look at him and like he and I talk and chit chat and he always right. like says my name when he says hi to me like he's always like hi Charlotte or like good morning Charlotte or have a great afternoon Charlotte and I'm like oh for some reason like him using my name just makes me even more attracted to this person.
2: So I, I wonder. So what? What is that experience like? What is? What is it like to know that the guy that you're into has his shit figured out?
1: It is like. Oh, my God. And for me, personally, I'm, like, there's no... He probably has a girlfriend or fiance or something. Like, there's no way that he's not, like, already committed. Right. But at the same time, I have, like, these fantasies of him taking me out to, like, nice dinners. And, mm-hmm. like, okay. me being, like, I... me, mean, You know, because it's, it's so funny because Jordan and I share a room. And I've brought this up before. Mm-hmm. And there's one time where I, I went home home, Austin, I went back to Austin Mm -hmm. in October, and I was talking about sharing a room with Jordan, and one of our managers at this restaurant was like, well, what do you do when you have boys over? And I was like, well, usually they have their own apartments and their own rooms. Right,
2: right, right, exactly. And so, but that's what I think
1: about, where it's like, what if I spent all my time with someone who had their shit together and had their own apartment? Like, what would that be like? And it's just... It's a lot of fantasies of grandeur. And, because, like, you
2: know, when I like, like, like being on Tinder,
1: mm-hmm.
2: being on Bumble.
1: Are you on both?
2: Duh. <laughs> <laughs> What's Tinder funny
1: scares is, me. I'm not on Tinder. Tinder, Tinder, Tinder
2: is easy. Tinder, I can. If I just swipe right all the Maybe, time, uh, I'll get a lot of likes. Okay, but like. Right bumbles a lot harder yes. right because mm-hmm. bumble is girls speak first you know mm-hmm. girls have the upper hand
1: but that's also a lot of pressure for girls cuz there have been times where where I've matched with someone who I've been kind of into and then mm-hmm. it's like oh they've they've extended their match they've it's, used their one time extend right, on you and I'm right, like that's right, a lot right, of pressure. right
2: right so my thing is like girls like girl uh, guys that have have their shit figured out,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? Yeah. Girls, I don't have my shit figured <laughs> out, right? So where does that leave me? How, how can I bring something to the table mm-hmm. that is new and exciting and something that they want to date when there are 30-year-olds... <laughs> Out there who can take the 24-year-olds, 23-year-olds, 22-year-olds, mm-hmm. 21-year-olds easily. They can snatch them up because they have an apartment in West Hollywood. Okay, and-
1: That's, that is a good point to bring up. However, I will also say, I'm a piece of shit. And I, like, look at people that are like... I've I've always been kind of attracted to people who are younger than me. And I've mentioned this on the podcast sure. before. And I think that there are a lot of I people...
2: Am younger. <laughs> Continue.
1: We'll see where this goes. Um, Where it's kind of like, there's almost, uh, yes, there is is an appeal to someone who has their shit figured out, but at the same time, there are a lot of girls who don't necessarily want someone with their whole shit figured out because that makes us feel intimidated. That
2: feels so much better to me because there are so many guys out there. That I, that, I mean, I, I, I went to one of, uh, oh,
1: Ooh, Oh, is, are you I'm love drunk? drunk? I'm love, love drunk. drunk, ladies and gentlemen. He is love oh, drunk. Oh, no.
2: I went to, I, oh, man. I went to an audition today.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Try to say that when you're seven shots deep in rum. <laughs> I went to an audition today with a bunch of fit guys. I went in for this this fitness company, and they wanted to see me, and you know, whatever.
1: Gage has an eight pack, by the way. If anyone's wondering, he's it's talking close. about like, it's oh, close. I went to the, man, man, man. like Shut fit. <laughs> so,
2: so I went, I, I went to those auditions, and there were guys there who were much bigger than me. There was this one guy who came in with like this kind of, you know, off-colored blue tracksuit. Louis Vuitton uh fucking like bag or coach mm-hmm. bag. Right. Had a ring on his finger. Perfect hair. I mean, just looked like the perfect 10. And I thought, what is he pulling in? What is he doing that I'm not? Right. Because I feel like I I've, I've been working out. I've been I've, I mean, I've been doing shit. Mm-hmm. What what am i doing you know
0: mm-hmm.
2: um and he was clearly like in his 30s mm-hmm. i'm 23 i don't know what that means you know what i'm saying like yeah. when i go to like a 25 year old girl who may be like a instagram influencer gross well, well it's funny i met a girl today who was an instagram influencer she was 10,000 followers kind of deal kinda, you know mhm is that the kind of person that I'm attracted to? Or am I attracted to the person who's regular, who doesn't need all that gratification?
1: I I feel like, to a point, yes, I had a crush on the 30-year-old who has his shit figured out, but I also have insecurity that I don't have my shit figured out enough for that person. right. So I right. feel like it's always kind of a struggle between... Who am I and who do I want to be and where am I going to end up and am I good enough for this person or not?
2: Right. And the hardest part is being a guy is Mm -hmm. that you feel like you have to provide. So, so, okay. So I was, I was raised very traditionally. Mm -hmm. My mom, when she was pregnant with me, quit her job and my dad said, I will take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. So I was raised as the mom who didn't have to work. Yeah, and so like that's that's my thing is that like do I have to find someone who isn't the breadwinner mm-hmm. Can I find someone who is the breadwinner? I'm an actor. yeah, I don't make a lot of money. same. <laughs> and if I don't ever become an actor. And become a successful movie star.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm a swim coach. <laughs> Doing basically like a personal training kind of schedule. Mm-hmm. 30 bucks an hour with the club taking half. Does that work? Yeah. For the woman of my dream. I've met a few... Uh, today. In that audition room. I saw a girl who I thought, that is a girl of my dream. <laughs> beautiful smile, brunette, highlights.
1: Are you, You're a brunette with highlights kind of guy.
2: I've always been a blonde guy,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but I think recently...
1: You've gotten a little more realistic.
2: You're attracted to your mother. As dudes, you're attracted to your mother type. Really? That's what's always been kind of put out there. Okay. And so I kind of believe that. You look for the qualities in your mom because why wouldn't you want to be with somebody who's kind of like your mother? <laughs> Think about it, though. Think okay. about it. Think okay. about it. I Think about it. it. If 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 you had that discipline, you yeah. had that person who kept you on track, right? Kind of like your mom. Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: I feel I like so- guys are always looking for someone to take care of them a little bit, not of course. Like, it. I feel dude, like, dude. Oh my thing. god, yeah,
2: girls, if you could take care of me two one four nine oh six please hit me up the real gage robinson on
1: instagram stop i'm gonna bleep that out and then we're gonna just hear they're gonna have to slide into your dms if they want to slide
2: into my dms because that's what we're looking for we're looking for someone who can take care of us because we don't know how to
1: but that's oh you know what this is a question i actually wanted to ask you yes were were you in high school theater
2: yeah, were you well, were you the little year. bitch
1: boy who didn't know how to put on his eyeliner until senior year? No. Did you do your own makeup the whole time? Wow. Be honest. Be honest. Think about it.
2: Okay, well that that that's kind of an unfair question because mm. I was a lot of like smaller roles. Okay. When even I when so ugh.
1: even so was someone putting on your makeup for you?
0: Of course.
1: Of course. <laughs> I'm,
0: so,
1: I'm so mad at you. I'm so mad at you. Okay, when yeah, I was in was high like, school, yeah. I I was like, oh my God. When I was in high school, there were these boys and they would always be like, I don't know how to put on makeup, like their freshman year. And then there they would have girls okay, putting their on, eyeliner on Hold on. Until hold senior on. Hold high school. Hold on.
2: I okay, so that's an that's an unfair question to me because okay. because okay JJ Pierce High School <laughs> had weirdly great funding for their theater department, so we would have makeup artists. I didn't need a senior girl to put my makeup on. I had like for because the first the first role I ever did that was huge in in theater was the Phantom of the Opera. I was the Phantom. What? So I had somebody, perf- almost borderline professionally, put on Phantom makeup.
1: Really quick, um, my high school was the first amateur production of Phantom of the Opera. Okay, but we so had, we'll had the
2: touring. In. We had the touring chandelier that actually like spit fire. We had pyrotechnics.
1: <laughs> okay, so but, but we but spent a hundred thousand dollars on <laughs> ours. Um, uh,
2: but. So 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 no, I I didn't have girls take care of me through high school necessarily.
1: But you did have someone take care of you throughout high school, which is why you want someone to take care of you now.
2: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. That's
1: not, I'm not saying it's because ridiculous. As I'm as just a guy, saying. like
2: we don't, we don't care. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So if somebody comes along and says they do know and they do care. <gasps> You're like you solved all of my problems. <laughs> I'm in absolute infatuation with you because you have you have solved all my problems. Mm. You know how to do my makeup. You can tie my tie. I mean, shit, Neil Neil was the greatest person to me. Mm-hmm. They knew exactly how to dress me. They knew what I needed. They knew. Uh, how how to surprise me for my birthday. They made me cry on my birthday. That's the person that I wanna find. Okay. The person who inherently does those things, like in high school where they do their makeup. Mm-hmm. I wanna find that person that inherently does that with with without asking.
1: I understand that. I get that as a girl too, because I also like feel that I'm also looking for someone who understands. I'm always looking for someone to give 100% to so they understand me. Okay,
2: I, I, have, a guy, I, I have a question now for, for, for the host.
1: Please, please ask me this question.
2: So as a girl,
1: mm-hmm.
2: when you're looking for, let's call it your soulmate. Let's just mm-hmm. go balls out to the wall. You want to find your soulmate.
0: Mm-hmm. What,
2: what, what does that look like exactly? What what does the perfect guy look like? Does he have a secure income? Is he full of himself? Does he know what he is, or is he this guy who's just trying his best? Because that's who I am. I'm just trying my best. I feel like
1: I feel like it's someone who is. I feel like my dream, like the dream scenario for someone who wants security, is someone who. Knows who he is and has a career and all that. But I feel mm-hmm. like I'm always looking for the artist who is making his way. And if we both struggle in the same way, at least we understand each other.
2: Great. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's my main question is that when you struggle with someone, is that better than someone taking care of you? If, you, someone, if someone comes along and says, all your problems can go away. I'm going to take care of you. Is that super attractive or is or does that become boring
1: it's it's strange because I feel like my mom always used to joke around and she'd be like when you're rich and famous or you have your rich and famous mm-hmm. husband right you know so so I always kind of chalk up my insecure like my financial insecurities to mm-hmm. finding fame myself or finding a famous husband or something like my mom wants me to be well taken care of but I feel of like course. Right. I I don't know how to relate to someone who has their shit together. And maybe I'm so insecure that I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to relate to someone. No, I
2: totally feel that. I totally feel that because that, that, like that girl that I was talking about Mm -hmm. who had their shit together, Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, I gotta like get to that level.
1: So, so Bumble Boy had, he was in Mm -hmm. a band, but he also had... Like a nine to five, he did editing. Like he was okay, he, yeah. So, so on the one hand, it was great because he had a, a nine to five job, right? He, five he days could a take week. Care of himself, yes. But at the same time, we were both artists, and we both kind of understood each other in different ways. And I've mentioned this before, where I don't necessarily know if I'd want to date another actor. Because it's sort of a weird competitive right, right, kind of right, thing. right, right. But I liked Bumble Boy because he was a musician, and so it was. It was so we were artists mm, in different, different ways, right, yes. right, right. So right. we were never in competition, but we also understood where we were coming from? You know.
2: So so here's a conversation I've had with my roommate Chance, mm-hmm. mostly to do with like superstars mm-hmm. in the relationship. I have found out I have to be the superstar. I have to be the superstar in the relationship.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, wh- what does that mean? Can, can you find. Because, like, you're an actor.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You're an artist. You love yourself. You think you're of yourself pretty highly, like most actors do, as they should. Right. Right? Because if you, you don't. You have to have because that. Because if you yep. don't, you're going to get run over. Right. So, as a person who has that, who exudes that confidence, mm-hmm how do you do you do you find someone who challenges you in that in that confidence or do you find someone who is a teacher and can deal with kids and can and can have their own you know thing but like you're the superstar could you yeah. date somebody else who thinks they are the superstar of the relationship
1: Probably not honestly, I feel like I am looking for someone who As an extrovert, I'm looking for an introvert. I'm looking for someone who I compliment as opposed to we are both competing in the same light.
2: Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when it comes down to actors having a deep relationship, is the problem that they can't find anyone deep enough or is the problem that they can't be the superstar? Because that's what I found. With Alan mm-hmm. and Neil, Eric, even Yannick, mm-hmm. they all want to be superstars. They all have their passion to be name and lights. I you have, also have that passion.
1: Do you have? Do you have a celebrity crush? Do you have someone that, like, at at the end of the day, if you don't have anyone else to think about, you think about Chelsea this.
2: Peretti. Brooklyn Seriously,
1: 99. really,
2: that woman. If I
1: could. Oh.
2: Jordan Peele, I am so jealous of you. If you ever listen to this podcast, I'm going to tell you. I that hope Chelsea, Jordan
1: Peele listens to this Chelsea podcast. Peretti
2: is Lena uh, Gina Linetti
1: mm-hmm.
2: in Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's literally my Tinder profile, looking for my Gina Linetti. Really? Because I want to find someone that's weird.
1: Do you think you're a Jake Peralta?
2: Yeah, it's about me. <laughs> Jake Peralta is all about him.
1: But that's... So that's so funny. So my celebrity crush is Bill Skarsgård, who was in Hemlock Grove, in Mm -hmm. It more popularly. Right, right. So So he is more of a introverted actor. He's an actor still, but he's more, he's more...
2: he he is the craft, not yes. the publicity.
1: Yes. So mm-hmm. he's more like laid back, he's more right. introverted. Absolutely. And I My fantasy is me being like in the limelight, extroverted.
2: So you need someone who is not also in yeah. the limelight.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: That's huge for an actor because I feel like I seek out those who are huge in the limelight.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like that girl from the audition. Yeah. She was beautiful smile, huge personality, but I thought, if I'm the huge person, I have to be the huge personality.
1: Yeah, me too. I I went to a psychic in December, and she said that I was going to meet someone who acting wasn't their main focus. They were building a business, and I was kind of like, All Hmm. right. Like I don't, I don't know if I want to date another actor. I don't know if I want someone who wants that. It's funny. Right I've had life. that
2: conversation with my roommate Max. I I say that, you know, maybe a teacher, maybe some someone who, who is still entertains. Yeah. Who still, you know, can be, a a, a, a public person,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but doesn't seek the same fame that I do. Yeah.
1: Who doesn't seek that. Know, oh, like that reaction, that yeah, that love, you know. Because
2: if you have two superstars in a relationship, you look like Brangelina,
1: you're gonna burn out,
2: it's not gonna work,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's not gonna be the same. My favorite, my favorite example is mm-hmm. Steve Carell. Okay. I watched the Oscars, I think, two years ago, and they interviewed his wife about some role that Steve Carell played. Mm-hmm. And she was just this normal, she wasn't a supermodel, she wasn't some rich woman. Is
1: that bad, is that bad that we're looking for that?
2: I think it's great that we're looking for that. That, but that's my point, is that, you know, Cindy Crawford, could I date Cindy Crawford? Obviously she's way out of my league and she's much older, but like, someone like that, you know what I'm saying? Like Selena Gomez. If I were to meet Selena Gomez, I'd be like, "You just fucking do what you need to do." I can't keep up with that.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: need to do my own thing.
0: Yeah.
1: I need
2: someone who is not doing that thing, right? Who who can be okay with me doing that thing? Because someone else in the industry is going to be jealous or busy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you were to if you were to date a Halle Berry or you know Jennifer Lopez or Jennifer Gardner.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, those those people are huge. And I've always told I've I've told my movement Max, Max Torres. If you listen to this podcast, <laughs> he's been on it before. Yes, I have to be the superstar.
1: Me too. I get it. In a in a deeply
2: 100%. conviction, just totally. I love you. I have to be the superstar, and you have to know that. Mm-hmm. If there's a girl that thinks she's the superstar, there's gonna be a problem. <laughs> and it sounds selfish. It sounds
0: mm-hmm.
2: douchey even. And I'm okay with that. I, I yeah. get that. I sound like a douche. I want it to be all about me. But if it's not, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reciprocate.
1: I get that. It's it's not necessarily even about reciprocating, but more about like I'm going to I'm going to go about my business. Right. Knowing Whether, that that's it, what my it doesn't even
2: matter is, you what know? you do.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I have this dream, I have this passion, I have this pursuit. Right. And if that person can't be on board with that, and I mean and if you want to have your own pursuit, great. It just can't be acting. It can't be what I want. Because Do you, then would you be
1: interested in, in dating another artist who wasn't an actor?
2: Sure. If you, if you paint or if you... Graphic
1: design. Graphic or design art or like special musician.
2: effects. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I still have to shine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm going to shine no matter what. I was born to shine. I was born to be a pinnacle. So if you're the same way, Mm -hmm. it's competition to me. I mean, you look, you, Neil, she is beautiful. Twenties of thousands of followers. That's the thing. Pretty far into those rum, rum drunk now. Yeah, no, rum drunk
1: is a good drunk right now.
2: You know, she, she's noticeable. She's gotten gigs, but I don't, I don't want to feel like I have to compete. And I think that's honestly what the downfall of that was. She became bigger than me, and I thought, I don't like that.
0: Okay.
2: And that sounds so horrible,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but at the same time, I got I to gotta be happy. I got to be with somebody who promotes me, who wants me to succeed in this business, and, if, and I want them to succeed in whatever they're doing, but if mm-hmm. it's the same business...
1: It's difficult. It's very difficult. It's
2: so hard to promote another actor as an actor. Because your job is to promote yourself. And if you That's have to promote somebody to else, do. you don't promote yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, could I be with an artist? Yes. There's a there's, there's a girl back in Austin. Her name's Amanda. She's great. She, she, she paints. She does, I, don't, I think, international business. I don't know what she does. A little bit different. She's not on the performance side.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I could be with somebody who's not on the performance side. But if yeah. you're on the performance side, it's probably not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it sounds selfish, but I have to be the superstar. I get that. Because I am. I have that power. I have that <laughs> that desire, mm-hmm. that want, that need mm-hmm. to be the flashing name and lights. Right. I mean, I keep bringing it up, At Steve Carell's wife. I mean, if you watch the Oscars, I think two, maybe three years ago, I remember vividly thinking, she's like a behind-the-scenes kind of girl, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: Steve Carell is madly in love with her. They make it work. They have a family. Mm-hmm. But then you look at, like, Brangelina. <sighs> Back and forth, adopted kids, all this stress.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I think for for an artist, for me especially, it takes somebody who's not in that, in the Mm arts, because that's, I can't can't be outshined. As as selfish as that sounds, that's what I need. I need somebody who doesn't care about that. I kind of get that. And that's where I'm love drunk. I I want somebody (laughs) like that, but I can't find that person because I keep wanting that person that's already in that.
1: Yeah. So while we're talking about people that you want and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So I I want to talk want to talk to you about your favorite love song and your favorite breakup song.
2: Okay, okay. A, br- a breakup album.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Kanye West Heartless. Okay. Great album, which is funny because because Neil I started listening to that album while dating Neil, okay, and then it kind of became the mantra after I broke up with Neil,
1: okay,
2: uh, like RoboCop kind of you know deal. Um, love song? Oh, oh shit! No, no, no! Jesse McCartney. Jesse McCartney.
1: Beautiful soul. Jesse
2: McCartney. Uh, uh hold on, hold on, hold on. Let let drunk gauge. Uh, Research Look through his McC- Spotify. McCartney. Jesse McCartney. Uh, like back Together. Like- back Together. This song.
1: Wait, what? I've never heard this song this before. This is a
2: love song of mine.
1: Okay, I, we're not going to listen to it. Okay, okay.
2: Though. But Jesse McCartney, Back doing. Together.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, Was when... That's a love song for me. Okay. Because that... It, it it brought me back to a relationship that I remembered that I was familiar with, okay. And that that song, it actually kind of fixed our relationship. I, it, it's funny because I've I've had a lot of songs like um, "Somebody I Used to Know" by Goche. Yeah. Somebody that I used to know. Yeah. I had that was my that was me and this girl Claire Claire Parsons, uh, my junior year of high school. She she and I were deeply in love. Mm-hmm. Deeply, deeply in love. I was her first kiss, her first everything. And somebody that I used to know was our song. It was our love song.
1: It was your love song?
2: But weirdly enough, that song translates to somebody that I used to know. And now, at this point in my life... She's just somebody that I used to know.
1: I feel like that's how everyone interpreted that song Isn't, at
2: first. Well, well, right, right, right. But at first that song meant, I'm going to get laid. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like,
1: I don't understand that at all.
2: For her and I, like in the car, it was just like this this connection that we'd had. Um, so that that's a love song for me. A, mm. breakup, a breakup song, especially for Alan. Mm-hmm. That song for me, weirdly enough, listeners go listen to it. "Molly" by Lil Dicky. <laughs> One of he claims is the softest thing he ever wrote.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's about this girl who, you know, um, you know, would replace the buttons when you're, when you're, when your shirt would pop. It was somebody that you could always go to with mm-hmm. any little problem you had, and that was that person for me. Okay. And it was so hard to let go of that person. So when I found that song that said, you know, this is the like, and he claimed that the rap life made him break up, and and you know, he would always choose rap over that. And the reason I broke up with Alan was because she didn't quite agree with my approach to being an actor per mm-hmm. se, or how my career was going as mm-hmm. as a independent. Man at a college Right Um, That really Deterred me from that relationship Because I felt so strongly about What I was doing in my career So um, A song to go with that breakup I guess would be Molly But um, It would also be a little bit of Robocop By uh, By Kanye West In Heartless Because She was someone who I felt kind of was very present around that time in my life where I needed to be free. Mm -hmm. And she kind of restricted that from me and said, this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't trust these people. And so it was kind of like, I'm going to do my own thing. And, and I, it's probably why I'm single right now. Is because I want to do my own thing, mm-hmm. and that's just the way it's gonna be. Because I know what I'm doing, and you know, you, you're a little further behind. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. I
1: get um, that.
2: And, and it's no, it's no offense to somebody. It's just like you can't relate because you don't know what the know, nature holds. Exactly, mm-hmm. and and the same way goes with Alan, or that goes with uh, that goes with Neil. Um, she was a year older than I was, she moved to New York, lived in a house with a bunch of models and said, you know, you couldn't understand where this was or where or where I am. I I flew to New York to go visit her and I stressed out completely and you know, that was kind of the end of it because I I couldn't relate. And I think that's where it all lies. If you can relate to that other person You're golden. But if you cannot, if you're in competition with that person, if you feel pity for that person, it's not going to work. You have to support each other. You have to know what it is.
1: Mm -hmm. So I have one last question for you.
2: Final question. Final final question.
1: Kate Robinson, what does love feel like?
2: Love feels unlike anything else. When you feel love, you are taken to your happy place that you don't ever want to leave. And when you leave it, you feel uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that made sense.
1: Yeah, no, I I get it.
2: But when you leave it, you feel uncomfortable.
1: Damn. Damn, that's really real. So that's all the questions I have for you. For Love Drunk, this is God, we we covered a lot today. <laughs> we, we did, did cover a lot. a lot. For Love Drunk, this is Charlotte Rose. Follow us on Instagram at Love Drunk Pod, on Twitter at Love Drunk Pod. Follow me on Instagram at O Charlotte Rose on Twitter at O Char Rose.
2: Uh, Instagram for Gage at Real Gage Robinson. That's pretty much the only social media I'm on. Yeah, he's not
1: a Twitter boy. Um, really, I,
2: I have a Twitter. I don't even know what he it is. He does use it. Uh, Instagram is. Asian, I think. Right? I think Rage Yeah. If you Snapchat is Rage Engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, you want
1: to send him any nudes? Just absolutely, send them please. All. He does have an apex. Send, send your all. nudes.
2: I will. Uh, I will return the favor. <laughs> but. um God, I've had a great time today, Good. and we. <laughs> I talked a lot about a lot of stuff. We have. I'm pretty drunk. Yeah, um, we are.
1: We are super love drunk at this point.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so
1: much for being here. Thank you and for
2: having me. Of absolutely. course. Anytime.
1: Anytime. So for love drunk, all I can say for Charlotte Rose and Gage Robinson is be loved and stay drunk, my friends.
2: Be loved and stay drunk. Jesus, it's a great. It's a great time to be alive.
1: I know, right? 2018, best time to be alive. Woo! And now the outro, please. <laughs>